0: Welcome back to Home Design Chat with Nancy. If you're remodeling or building a new home, you don't want to miss these podcasts. We share information about every component of your home. You'll learn about tile, appliances, cabinets, paint, flooring. We do cover it all. Well, today is December 28th. New Year's Eve is right around the corner. You know, a lot of people have an extra room in their home. What to do with it? Well, there's going to be a lot of ideas that we will talk about in 2023. But one idea that I had, and I wanted to bring our special guest to talk about this, uh, Chris Diamond is a foreign student exchange coordinator. He is also my IT guy, my guru. um, But he wants to talk about foreign exchange students. So, Chris, thank you for joining me.
1: You're welcome, Nancy. And yes, if you have a spare room, I would say an excellent use for that room is to host a foreign exchange student.
0: Well, good. Uh, You know, I'm not sure if everybody knows anything about foreign exchange students. Uh, Why don't you give us an overview? Let us know what uh, some of the advantages are and why people should think about this.
1: Well, a foreign exchange student is a student in another country, and they have decided to spend either five months, one semester, or ten months, two semesters, here going to a American high school. And they get a lot out of it because they all of them really want to learn about American culture. You know, they watch TV, they watch these TV shows from America, the, you know, where the kids are in high school, and they all want to experience that, even though we all know that TV show high school, not the same as real high school.
0: Mm.
1: Well, but I, w- know,
0: I know that you've had some foreign exchange students in your home, and I think, do you still have one?
1: I've had three exchange students, and we will have another one coming at the beginning of this year.
0: So they're coordinated with the semester, beginning of the semester in school, right?
1: This last one is. The first three were full-year students.
0: Oh, yeah. Ah, so uh, there's different programs, I guess, that you would say.
1: Yeah, there's different types of visas they can come over on. Um, There's a J-1 visa, which is basically a cultural visa, and there is a F-1 visa, which is an educational visa. All the students we have done and will do in the future, we're all F-1 students, they get the advantage of picking what city they're going to go to. Where the J-1s, if you're a J-1 student, they just put you wherever they can.
0: What if, uh, what if you're a hosting parent? Do you have a choice of what country you want to host a student from?
1: Well, yes. In the beginning of the year, if you get to the program early, they will give you a list of students um, that you can choose from. So you can choose from the countries that are available. Hmm. and they uh they will tell you a little about the students. We're not allowed to show their picture or give their name. I don't understand why, but that's the rules you
0: mean like taking give their a first picture. name
1: but not their full name
0: well, oh well like taking a picture of them you can't put it on say Facebook
1: no you cannot you cannot share their pictures until they've been placed with a family as a matter of fact, if you were going to host a student, Until your application goes through and it's been approved, I can't give you a picture of the student. Okay. Once your application is approved, you'll get a picture, you'll get their phone number, you'll get their email address. A lot of students make videos now, so you get a video of them telling about themselves. So you kind of get to know them before they get here.
0: It's almost like a dating site.
1: Yeah, almost.
0: (laughs) Well, let's talk about the advantages. Um, you know, I'm sure there are people out there who do have, um, I don't want to say a need, but um, they have a lot of love to give maybe their empty nesters or uh, their grandparents, and they would like to know more about the program.
1: Yeah, they, they, that's exactly what the program is for. It's its for the host families to learn about the students and their culture and then the uh, students to learn about American culture, and it is an excellent program. You know, you, if you're a, a family and you have kids, I have a lot of families like that, and they get a lot out of it because their kids get to meet somebody from another country and learn about their, you know, about their culture. If you're a single parent, you can you can host a kid, or if your are grandparents, you're empty nesters, you can host a kid.
0: I would say if you're a, um, well, either parents or a single parent and you work, it's not like adopting a baby. You can still continue with your life while this uh, foreign exchange student goes to school. But I'm sure that you'd have to be home sometime so that you can make dinner for them and and do some uh, social things with them.
1: Yes. The only... uh... The only requirement, they can't stay overnight by themselves. So even if you had a job where you worked till nine, that's okay. If the student's okay with it, that's okay. They can make their own dinner. Um, you do have to provide food. There are a few requirements for the host family. One is to provide food for the student, three meals a day. Most of the students would rather eat lunch at school, and if that's the case, they pay for their lunch at school. If they okay. go out How with does... their friends... have dinner they pay for that themselves you just have to provide the in-house meals you have to give them a safe place they have to have their own bed they obviously can't share a bed they can't be on a futon can't be on a fold-out couch they have to have an actual bed an actual
0: bedroom i would say with a door
1: they do yes they have to have some privacy now you can say if you had a 15 year old female. You can have her share the room with a with a female exchange student. And now if you male. had
0: a fifteen year old son, you don't want to get a fifteen year old foreign exchange student who is a female,
1: right? Ah uh, you do not want to do that because a lot of these a lot of these uh, girls that come on the program are very pretty and <laughs> you don't want to you don't want them in the same room with your son. Trust me,
0: oh, do you have to be pretty to be a foreign exchange student, Chris?
1: I don't know if that's a requirement, but the majority of the ones I get, the boys are all very good looking and the girls are all very pretty, so.
0: Wow, this does sound like a dating site. Okay. (laughs) Well, give me some of your experiences.
1: Well, like I said, we've had three students in the past and we're coming up on our fourth one. Um, The three girls that I've had, we've had one from Germany, one from Paris, France, excuse me, and one from Finland. And they've all been wonderful. I still keep in touch with all of them. The first one was probably more than eight years ago. And I still, you know, call her once a month and catch up on her with what's going on with her life. Um, The one of them, the uh, girl from France, she actually stayed here and went to junior college and lived with us while she went to junior college. And then she got an apartment and she went to ASU, the university here in Arizona and graduated from ASU. But not
0: as a foreign exchange student, right?
1: Yes, yeah, so she was an exchange student. Not, oh, so she you wasn't can not student. only
0: have high school kids, but you can have college kids. There are actors. college
1: exchange programs. She stayed oh. here as a exchange student, but not living with an uh, exchange family for the two years she went to ASU.
0: Okay, so you feel like you're really her father. I You're do. I'm very
1: close to her. And, and, you know, some of the advantages is that when my wife and I visited Paris, you know, her parents put us up and they showed us all around and we went out to dinner with them and we had our own private tour guides for Paris. So that was okay. wonderful.
0: So it sounds like you have had the best experience. You've extended your family and you have people to stay with when you go to Europe.
1: That is, so that's that sounds like a so win. Far.
0: Sounds like a win-win situation, would you say?
1: I would say yes. I enjoyed the program so much. That's actually why I started working for the program. I wasn't really looking for a job, but they called me and asked if I would like to help out. And I said, heck yeah. I I love meeting the kids to this day. You know, I have right now I manage 17 students and, you know, I enjoy all the time. I, I get to go and interview them. I have to do a progress report every month on them. So I make contact with each student every month, and I I love talking to them. They're awesome.
0: As long as you're not too busy to be my IT guy, Chris.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I, so
0: let's um, first of all, you said you have to vet the kids. Do you?
1: They are vetted. The way it works is they have an agency at the in their um, their country that takes their application, and then there's the agency I work for here, and those two agencies um get together and that that's how they get the kids from the agency in the other country they work together and they Mm -hmm. do vet the kids and obviously we do vet the parents the host parents have to have a a criminal background check so anybody that's had any kind of violent crimes um, would automatically be disqualified from the program
0: that makes sense Uh, does anybody ever visit the host parents homes
1: Yes, we are required to visit the host parent home before the student comes to make sure. Because in your application as a host parent, you fill out an application and you take pictures of your house. Well, we have to go there to make sure that the pictures they took actually represent their actual house.
0: Mm -hmm. And that's where we come in. We can help you fix up your house so that it's a beautiful, uh, delightful home that your foreign exchange student can then tell their parents about. There you go. I would think that when you check these homes, you want to make sure that they're clean. Um, okay, they don't have to have the state-of-the-art kitchen or bathrooms, but they do have to be somewhat clean and have privacy for well, the parents and the students. So um, I think going to the home is very important.
1: Yes, and I've had, you know, anywhere from a small apartment to a $7 million brand new house. So the host parents come in all all sizes.
0: So do the kids,
1: right? Yeah. Um, Yeah. uh, But as long as you have a place for the kid and you're going to give the kid lots of love and treat them like your children, they're fine no matter where they're living.
0: I think that's a great experience for anybody. So let's talk about some of the maybe uh, downside. I hate to say it, but there's going to be downside on everything. Maybe people are thinking about doing this, but they want to be told that you can fill out the application and maybe do they meet the people first? Are they are they given the opportunity to say, you know what? This just wasn't a good match. Can we have another student? What is that process like?
1: (laughs) You get to talk to your student before they come. So you can kind of get a feel from them then. Is
0: it through Zoom?
1: Through Zoom, yes. Yeah, oh, good. Um, But, you know, these are teenage kids and teenagers are teenagers and they're going to act like teenagers. So if you're expecting to get, you know, this studious kid that, that, you know, is the best kid in the world, that, you know, you might have to lower your expectations a little. Most of them are very respectful. Most of them are here to have a good time to, you know, but the parents, the host parents do set the rules, and the kids are required by the program to follow any rules that the parents set. Now, if the teenagers or the uh, exchange students feel that the rules are unfair, that's where I come in. They oh, call me, grits. I talk to them, I and then I interview the parents, and then I put them together and we try and work, work something out so everybody's happy.
0: You know, I had a, years and years ago, I had a babysitting company, and before I would have any people babysit for my agency, and they had to be 40 years old and grandmother-like, Um, if they were going to go to somebody's house, I always vetted them. I wanted to see what they were like. And then they had the choice of picking the age group that they wanted to be with. So I would think that in your case or your company's case, they could say, you know, we'd rather have college kids rather than high school kids. Is that a possibility?
1: There is college programs. My company, I actually represent two companies. Neither of them do college students, but there are companies that do college students.
0: Okay, for the people who would rather deal with an older, little more mature. Not to say that college kids are that mature, right?
1: Right, yeah. I mean, again, kids come in all shapes and sizes and attitudes, so you get what you get. (laughs) Yeah, you but do I, get I think, what you get. I think if you wanted to have an experience more like your own children, um, and, you know, our biggest thrill when we when we host an exchange student is being able to take them around Arizona and show them the really cool things that Arizona has to offer. And, you know, sometimes we take them to Vegas, and sometimes we take them to California to the beach. And, you know, these are things these kids never experience and really want to experience um, and I think, though, with a college student, I think a college student would be more independent and less likely to want to, you know, hang out with the host parents. Like the If they were school. a
0: college student, do they rent a car to get from A to B or do they do they have to get a driver's license here? How do they, they do that?
1: I know that our students, the high school students, even if they are over 16, they're not allowed to drive a car here. So they mm-hmm. either have to get a ride from their host parents A lot of them will make friends at school right away that are in driving age and can come pick them up, Um, or they have to use public transportation, bikes, however they can get around. Uh, College students, I'm not really sure. I've never dealt with college students, but I believe that they probably are not allowed to drive either because I've never heard of a college student. Yeah, there's a big
0: liability there. Same
1: student driving, yeah.
0: Have any of your female foreign exchange students um gone on dates?
1: Yes, they um they go to the prom. they go on dances. They do have dates, some of them some of them go with their friends. Some of them go with dates. We it, the program discourages them to get into a relationship. And the reason for that is because we don't want them spending all their time with one person. Mm-hmm. We want them to experience everything. And if you're just spending all your time with one single person, you're not really getting the most out of the program. Yeah. So we 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 say it's okay to date. When I talk to the kids, I say, yeah, you want to go on a date? Go on a date. I said, just don't, you know, get in a serious relationship.
0: And do you turn into the typical father? <laughs>
1: um you know none of my girls have ever had like dated anybody seriously
0: yeah well i know that you've mentioned that you're looking forward to your next exchange student uh, she's the one from italy right
1: yes she's from italy
0: and, and so you're excited about having her show you how to cook italian food
1: i'm hoping although i don't i, I my my wife sent her some pictures and said i want to learn how to bake this because she's supposedly this girl's Really into baking and she says okay we'll have to find a recipe i'm like wait you're supposed to be he said you you know how to bake so you should know how to bake these cookies already but we'll see
0: so there's a lot of long-term advantages to being a hosting parent would you say
1: i would say for again for me i still keep in touch with the kids i'm just waiting for them to you know call me up one day and say hey i'm getting married then i have an excuse to go visit them
0: Oh, and then you could be a grandpa.
1: Yeah, could <laughs> be a host grandpa. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, Chris, if somebody's interested in uh, this program or they just have some questions, how do they find out or who do they contact?
1: They can contact me. <laughs> of course. They contact me at uh, area code 480-270-4232. And they can also uh, email me at... I'm Chris D., which is I-M-C-H-R-A-S-D, at gmail.com. And I'd be glad to give them any information. No um, no high pressure, you know, to try and get them to become host parents. I just want them to tell them, you know, what it's all about. And if they think it's for them, then we can go forward.
0: So a lot of people listen to this podcast from all over the country. Are you just the person... That deals with the Arizona people who want to be host parents?
1: I I only deal with Arizona, but my manager above me, she deals with um, most of the country.
0: So if anybody has a question and they're in Arkansas, they can still contact you to find out more about the program and who to talk to after that.
1: Right. We'll get them to fill out an application and then it will go to the right person in Arkansas that, that can place a kid in Arkansas.
0: Well, that sounds good. Sounds like um, everybody should have a foreign exchange
1: student. Oh, and I wanted to mention one other thing, is that with um, foreign exchange companies, if you go with a student with who's on an F-1 visa, there's two visas. There's a J-1 visa and an F-1 visa. The F-1 visa kids, um, the host family gets a stipend, which is not a reason to do it, but you know, our stipend is $650 a month. So if you're getting this kid and now your water bill's going up and your electric bills going up because you have more people taking a shower, you have more people leaving lights on, you have to feed the kids, you know, this is money that that it costs you. If you have an F1 student, you're getting that that stipend every month to help you with those expenses. Okay, and we like so. the stipend because it allows us to take the kids to Las Vegas because we have that extra money to go on a trip.
0: Yeah, because typically how much is your electric bill going to go up for, you know, one extra kid in the house um, unless she keeps the lights on all the time. But typically that stipend helps in, um, I don't want to say entertaining, but doing things with the um uh, with the student, so that she can have a good experience too. I mean, there's, it's both ways. The hosting parent should have a great experience as well as the child.
1: And also, you know, you're you're talking about a girl. This is why we host girls mostly because they don't eat a lot. But (laughs) you get a, you get a teenage boy who's, you know, playing sports. Um, You know, you're going to go through some food at that house.
0: Yeah. Well, she's probably going to yeah. take longer showers.
1: That's true. She'll probably take longer showers. But I know I have one family that has two teenage boys and they say that they just eat, eat, eat. <laughs> oh. <laughs> they eat.
0: Do they ever have, have you experienced or heard anybody having siblings as foreign exchange students? And so they would like to go into the same house?
1: Um. That won't happen with our company, and most companies will not allow that. And the reason is we're not, we're not allowed to put two students from the same country in the same house. Huh. And that's because they're here to, you know, part of why they're here is to improve their English. If I put two Italian students in the same house, they're going to be speaking Italian most of the time.
0: Oh, so you have to or, be English-speaking to be a hosting parent.
1: Yes, if I put it, if I put... Uh, Italian kid with a German kid. They're obviously going to speak English most of the time.
0: Oh. Oh, okay. I got gotcha. you.
1: So yeah. So we don't put we don't put two students from the same country in the same house.
0: Yeah. Well, let's take a minute to thank Monogram for sponsoring this podcast. And Monogram, as you know, has appliances uh, state of the art. They also have their smart app that you can control your appliances with. As I say, every week you have to have smart appliances to use the smart app. Can't have it the other way around. Also, I do want to mention that Monogram is having uh, or making great strides in deliveries. They're um, able to supply their customers, their distributors, their dealers with a uh, short lead time with their appliances. I know I've had in the past year, Uh, some serious problems with the uh, supply chain but if you're interested in monogram go to monogram.com I suggest that you visit a local showroom with monogram appliances on the show floor and even better if they have working appliances so that you can actually try them out monogram is one of my go-to's to uh, use appliances or to use the monogram appliances on the remodeled kitchens that I do And talking about kitchens, Studio 41, my other sponsor, has the best selection of cabinet hardware. They also are my source for uh, plumbing, for kitchen and bath. They have everything from mirrors, shower doors to tubs. So if you're interested in going to Studio 41, unfortunately, they only have 14 showrooms in Illinois and one in Scottsdale, which I use all the time. So if you're not in those areas, you can go onto their website and you can shop from there. I suggest not to miss ShopStudio41.com as your go-to for plumbing and cabinet hardware. And they also have cabinetry. In Illinois, they also offer windows and tile. So their show, their uh, website is shopstudio, the number 41.com. So, Chris, do we have any last-minute uh, things that we want to talk about before you would start say, getting phone calls saying that they're
1: interested? Yeah, I would just say if you're curious about it, give me a call. Um, if you're not here in Arizona, you can still give me a call, or you can find an exchange program in your area. Um, like I said, it was, it was a great experience for me. I would do it a hundred times over. Um, but you know, depends who you are, but yeah, I would, I would suggest at least looking into it and seeing what's involved.
0: So no matter what your age, if you've got that extra bedroom, and you would like to experience a foreign exchange student, who knows, you might learn another language while you're hosting. So don't forget to uh, think about this. And then you can always either email or call Chris or if you didn't write his phone number down, you can email me at nancy at nancyhugo.com and I'll pass everything on to Chris. In the meantime, I hope you enjoyed today's show and please subscribe on the platform that you're using to listen to these podcasts. I really would like everybody to subscribe so that when I publish a podcast. You get it right away on your phone or on your computer, but you will get it, and you don't want to miss a lot of this information. If you want to learn more about me, you can go to my website, nancyhugo.com, because as you know, I am a designer, so there's a lot of my projects on there. And again, if you have any questions for me or for Chris, you can email me. Chris, thank you so much for joining me today and and let us experience what it's like to have a foreign exchange student. I hope everybody thinks about this. Don't forget, you can't have a guest room that's empty all year. Right, Chris? That's true. Okay, well, have a happy new year, Chris.
1: Thank you. You too, Nancy.
0: And to everybody out there, stay safe and have a great new year. Bye now.